You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Shalini Khanna, Director of Digital Transformation and Consulting at VDART. Shalini, it's great to have you on. It's great to be here, Jeremy. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're very welcome. So let's start by having you tell us about a memorable marketing moment from some point in your career. Yeah, I have to say this this one sticks. I've been in the industry in IT consulting type role for the past 15 plus years. I kind of ventured out with a startup company. You know, I, I needed to get out of that comfort zone and relatives who knew somebody knew somebody who started a startup designing websites for the dental industry. Hmm. Go figure, like mm-hmm. different, totally out of my wheelhouse. But that was all about graphic design, website design, SEO, and all these buzzwords. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of creativity here. And we like, we're like, we're sitting in the boardroom and I was hired there in the capacity for my business development efforts. Obviously, that's what I live and breathe as part of my role as well. And, you know, they said, come here and get the, get the words out. We're trying to get subscriptions for websites, as many as we can. Great. We need a mission statement. We need something to be attractive, not the generic, you know, we're the best company hoopla. We're sitting there everybody's casual. This is right in the Liberty Village in Toronto. And we're sitting in our casual wear and the CEO actually was not a sales background, very technical. He's not that creative type. And he was sitting there and he said, come on guys, I just want this done. Like you realize marketing and it takes, we need motivation. You can't just, it's not a more meeting like logic in and out. I know you think that way. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that to him, but I was like, okay, okay. So, um, they're, they're like, yeah, I said, yeah, but this is how it starts. And, and I said, doesn't it just start here? And they said, that's it. I said, what's it? He said, it starts here. I said, yes, it starts here. <laughs> I said, well, then that's it. Why not put that as your bike bank websites? It starts here, dot, dot, dot. That's it. That stuck with me. It was something that just came out, something that, you know, organically came out. And the reason why that sticks is because it's, it was leveraged, it was used, and it was just something that came out mm-hmm. in a very organic way. So I was proud of myself, happy, and uh, it was definitely teamwork after, but this was after butting heads and just saying, what is that tagline? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one that stuck, stuck with me in my younger days, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a great story. And sometimes that's how the best ideas yeah. come up. They just like pop out, right? They just you pop too, into your head. Well. Yeah, it, it felt like we're in the boardroom. This is where the juices, this starts here. Right. So, And it went so well with what they're doing because of the very green and being a startup and the web, you know, marketing these new dental company, you know, the, the, the new dentists or the seasoned ones. And mm-hmm. it, it just made sense, you know. So, and the reason that's memorable is because I started to take an interest in marketing outside of just being in sales mm-hmm. because sales and marketing, right. you know, two deals. And I said, I need to have more of a hand in this. So that's why it's very memorable because it, it just made me realize that yeah. I can do this. <laughs> I can collaborate mm-hmm. further. So Yeah, okay, very cool. Great moment. So now you're no longer in the dental website business, right? That you're was now small, yeah, you know. That was that was at the early that in your then, career. And then, now now you're at a company called VDART. Mm-hmm. So tell us about tell us about VDART. Yeah, I've I've just been here a little shy over a year. Started last March 2021, and you know it, it's I was I was out of work for a year. The pandemic from 2020 to 2021 kind of like 
literally in March to March I, on the anniversary, I'm starting to work again. Felt rusty, but now it's been great. I'm back in my element, um, doing what I feel I do best with networking. And my role is IT consulting on digital transformation and the professional services we provide. And, you know, VDART as a whole company, they are a global IT consulting firm. And we've been around for 14 years, headquartered out of Atlanta, Georgia. I focus on the Canadian territory in my home office outside of Toronto and Milton, Ontario, and loving what I do, you know, growing the brand, growing the presence and having these types of conversations with all C-level AVPs, you know, it's, it's great. So I'm definitely happy with the way the career is progressing. Okay, awesome. And good to get back to work, right? After a, yeah, it's been after a forced yeah. layoff, right? Right. The world of work has kind of changed a little bit in some ways, but mm-hmm. in some ways it hasn't. So anyway, good, good to hear that. So now when I first, when we first connected and mm-hmm. I checked out your website, the first thing that I saw and the first thing people will see still if they go to the website uh, today is an announcement that VDART was named, and I'm, I'm quoting here right from the website, Diverse mm-hmm. Supplier of the Year for IT for 2022 by Toyota. It's one of your guys' big clients, right? Yeah. So first of all, congratulations. That is Thank awesome to, to get that designation. And But my question is, why have you made this such a prominent part of your brand to the point that that's like the very first thing you see when you go to the website before even like, hey, this is what we do? Great. Yeah, it's a great question and it's valid because, yeah, this is what we do. We are industry agnostic. We're not just a one trick pony, right? VDART is, you know, they definitely, it's not a one size fits all, you know, mindset. But being industry agnostic and having these digital transformation strategy solutions for across various industries, Toyota is a great story. 2021, 2022, two years in a row, Supplier Diversity Award. Great teamwork, very proud of it. But let's talk about how that started and how relatable that is. Mm-hmm. Nothing is too small. And I have to go back to 2017 when this journey started with Toyota, when it was a very it was a it was a staffing engagement and with a small POC that we were engaged with. A small engagement from that moment led up to you know, you, you never know. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you never know when, when you have these conversations, they're like, okay, well, let's see what you guys are all about and et cetera, et cetera. And then the journey, that whole Toyota V Dart journey from the staffing, from the POC engagement leading up to being a strategic partner today with key implementations around, you know, the cloud strategy, IAM, and now the digital key that's currently being implemented there, which I think is great, you know, based on the blockchain, you know, technology vouch, which is a digital key that replaces the fob. How cool is that? So from that to here to where we are today with Toyota and their, their faith in us and the press release where they, you know, just a paraphrase of what they think of us as a, a sound, you know, partner that that aligns with their uh, core values, with the changes, you know, as they're with the technology as it's progressing and how relevant it is to them. So that's why I have to take that when we put that at the forefront, and that is a journey that we've had. It's something that, again, it's it's relatable. It's something that we are definitely very happy and proud of and how we engage with our clients, 
you know, so I think that's very, very, you know, people can definitely, you know, understand that and they can get, they get it. They get that this, this is how the engagements and how the importance of these conversations are and not, not just leaving, not just assuming, right? Like we mm-hmm. want to listen to you. We want to grow with you. So from 2017 to 2022, that's a, that's a great story, you know, with Toyota and that mm-hmm. can be across any industry any type of client, whatever their business goals are, we would take that success, attest, you know, our successes that we have over there. We attest a lot of that to what we've done with Toyota and we can transfer that to our other clients. And we do, mm-hmm. we take that, that ideas, our design thinking or whatever you want to call with our uh, approachability to the issues or challenges, business challenges mm-hmm. across all industries. So that's why. It's okay. The first thing we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. And it sounds like the strategy there is to is more kind of on the, making an emotional connection with people who visit your website, r- rather than leading with "here's the problem we solve" or something like that. It's more Not here's who, who here's who, yeah. here's who we are. There's a bit of a story to it, as you were just telling us. It's and it's a good story, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a story that you progress with. I'm not saying that there's not bumps in the road, but sure. you. You, whenever there's a project, there are there are challenges, there's successes, there's there's lessons learned, and there's a lot of that, you know. And you know that's a whole other conversation that we could have about Toyota. But on the whole, to summarize, yeah, it's it's definitely something that that hits more, you know, not just this is what we do, and here's the speeds, and here's the feeds, and this and that. There's a humane aspect to it, and mm-hmm. I think that's where you really touch, yeah, people, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. So now IT consulting, great business to be in, in a very crowded space, right? A lot of competitors out there. And I know that because we talked about it a bit before, one of the ways that you guys cut through all that noise is by doing very targeted outreach. So who are you reaching out to exactly? And how do you make your outreach efforts like memorable and effective? Like, give me an example. What does it look like when you're doing this very targeted outreach? Yeah, like for me personally, what I do, or as a whole in the company, you know, I, I take that same, you know, the, the the ideas that they have of when I'm looking at a, a client or when I'm talking about a problem statement, you don't put everybody in one basket and you talk of technology Digital transformation is such a huge, huge term. There's so many areas of that. And and so when technology consulting comes into play and all the various moving parts of that, uh, you really look at to target the person or the key uh, business units or people that are affected by that. And why do they want to talk? Why do they like, let's be honest, why do I give a damn about this? So my approach is what's keeping that individual up at night? The IT director? This, the CIO, the chief security officer, like it, it, at the end of the day, why is this relevant to you? And why am I talking to you? So I take that conversation. You, you do your research. You, you better know what's going on to have some idea. And, and it is a crowded space. So this is, this is one opportunity to differentiate yourself. And I think it's all about learning and listening. And at the end of the day, when you're consulting versus selling, Mm-hmm. There is a difference. And I think that's what stands out with us, that it's about having that meaningful connection. And, you know, as agile as we are and designing something that's 
to fit your problem, whether it's in the mid-market space or you're a big enterprise or a Fortune 500, Fortune 10, well, whomever you are, wherever you fit, you know, we approach you accordingly, right? And we don't put you in buckets. We don't, we customize, we understand. Mm -hmm. And I think when I take my conversation and I'm targeting whatever, if it's a director of cloud strategy or, you know, security compliance, whatever it is, you need to have that conversation that hits, that resonates with them. At the end of the day, that's key. When you start talking to them, their language and mirroring what they want to know and how they're, how they are, when you approach them, you've, you've made that connection, you've made that rapport. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where, you know, the not the one size fits all logic has been there and evident with VDART from day one. Mm-hmm. So, so that is the case. can you give me a specific example with, without naming names or anything, but maybe a specific example of, you know, some outreach you've done recently to like a specific prospect that, that worked really well. Like how mm-hmm. did you find them? What kind of research did you do to f- really figure out, you know, what's going to resonate and then how did you connect with them? Yeah. Um, there is this organization we're actually, Eight month journey now. I'm not saying, you know, the, these these enterprise sales cycles mm-hmm. and these engagements, they're not like uh, wham, bam, like we're done. You know, that's not it. There is, it's like courting, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, it, it goes back to my, my sales methodology, Sandler, that I attest a lot of my successes to. You got to get that rapport is number one. So mm-hmm. when I was talking to this, one of the big five, banks, you know, which I will just say that I started creating this mini network, you know, and, and putting the roles and, and the titles in, in their respective areas. Right. And I, and I, how do, how does Shalini get known? How does Vidar get known? I get my name out there. So if it's not just sticking to Tom, it, it's, it's Tom. Okay. Barbara's here. She's in charge. Jerry is here. Just, you know, generic names I'm putting out there. You know, Paul is here. So, when I created, you don't realize in eight months, you've created now a presence. So that journey of a little mini network that I made with one of the big five, it turned into those, you, even as siloed as banks are, you know, mm-hmm. they, they do know who's who, you know, sure. who's at the top of the digital transformation. He's the, he's the um, senior director or he's the VP of so-and-so, you know, they talk and they're like, then the name comes up. Well, oh, you spoke, well, VDART does this. Okay, well, oh, that's interesting. I had this conversation. This is exactly what happened. And when those two aligned internally, the rest is history. We, we were invited to engage further. And now fast forward to a few meetings later and to being involved in potentially a project that is being worked on with with one of their uh, key focus areas and you know business challenges that they have we're in there and you know i'm hoping to have a success story out of this we are engaged but you see that is is an example of how there was a lot of research there was a lot of understanding of you know who knows who and who's it's not just about an influencer you know, who makes those decisions? Like, are mm-hmm. you, are you, you know, this procurement, are you buying? Are you the, do you, are, are you making that decision? Or you're just, I'm just a, an analyst here and I, I have a wish list. Okay. But who really drives this? 
Who's, who's driving that forward? That is key. And to know all this, I would say eight months <laughs> to now with just with one of them, with one of the big five, it's, it's been a journey. It is a longer cycle because they are very siloed. But it, this is an example of how the outreach that I do, how we should be doing our homework and how we should be looking at, you know, not just getting your name into one or two people's minds, get out there, let them know like, oh, you know, Shalini should be there. Like if, if five or 10 people and eventually the commonality will strike is like, oh, I know that. Yeah. Let, let she talk to you or they talk to you. Here mm-hmm. we are today in this project. So I'm happy about that. And let's see what the results are. We, we've already been mm-hmm. engaged on a couple of meetings and it just takes, it just takes that one, you know, right person or connection to get you forward. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to give up because if it's not, you know, you go on, knock on another area door, knock, talk about somebody, look at what's relevant in the articles. I leverage a lot of tools, you know, whether it's social media, LinkedIn, like Zoom info, we look at all these tools and say, well, I need to know what the heck's going on in your world. That's my conversation starter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you're dating, you know, you, <laughs> right. you want to talk, you, you try to pick the brain, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm in, in sales and marketing or information gathering, right? So you try to, uh, you like to read. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to talk about this. Oh, you like this? Or what's the commonality? Or there's, I walk into the boardroom. Oh, there's a big, you fishing? Oh, you like to fish? Well, my uncle did this. Let's get the rapport. Mm-hmm. These are small little things. And and definitely they work. Yeah. So in yeah. this particular instance, uh, let's dig into this a little bit more. In this particular instance, yeah. What did you do? Uh, like once you kind of identified like, okay, here are some people I think I want to get to know. How did you first reach out? Like what kind of, um, were, were you just emailing them? Were you creating content that you want, that you were sharing with them? Like what did that actually look like? So, you know, there's different touch points and that's getting to know the pet peeves as well. And mm-hmm. you kind of understand how people respond and, you know, over time. And I said, well, you know, they are actually opening my up my email. I, I'll put I'll put into I said, you know, I don't want to be that I'm tenacious, but I don't want to be, you know, the pain in the you know what, you know, like either there's the fine line. But when you talk about the follow ups, or that phone call that you make, or if it's email, it's not just one, right? You got to combine that's a recipe, you know, you combine your efforts in your in your outreach, the touch points, and you also be proactive. So when somebody was talking about my challenges here, I don't have XYZ resources. What do we do? Staffing augmentation. Now, here's an example. Staffing augmentation professional services and what we, which is our big forte and what we've been doing, how we started out as a staffing firm. VDART knows this. VDART, let's leverage VDART's database. So when we, when I took that information and said, here's just a taste of what we can do for you. So I provided relevant, you know, not to give away names, you know, privacy and all scrub names, like here's an example of Jane Doe, you know, and Bob Smith or whatever, you know, with what they can do. This is your world of, you know, having these, you know, of DevOps. So here's an end, here's the relevant people. Here's the, you're looking to acquire more talent. This is what we can do. So I leveraged that database. I created a little bit of a mini chart with our internal um, you know, team that I have that's wonderful. 
And they were able to craft that and get and up in a nice way. And I was able to articulate that this is what you can potentially expect from us. To me, that added so much more value instead of just, this is what we, you know, we can do this. We can, well, here's a sample. Mm-hmm. Kind of like giving them a flavor of, okay, well, you have this. Okay, well, that's great. Let's talk about this further. When they receive that, questions come about, more follow-ups. That's music to my ears, because what does a follow-up mean? Follow-up means we get to discuss more, unveil more. And when you unveil more, you learn more. You listen and you learn and you understand, well, this is this is another key area that we can, you know, be engaged with. So that is kind of how I targeted. And that's just one part of this whole little mini network of RBC. I'm giving you an example of where mm-hmm. we were able to be proactive and provide our value. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's all about providing value at every touch. And, and and it sounds like you really took pains to personalize how you were interacting with these folks and, and, and providing value in a way that was personal to them. Yeah, because we can be generic, like, you know, and just talk like, hey, there, we do this. And, you know, let's be honest, I'm in sales, but I don't want to come off salesy, sure. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. I'm not... The I'm sorry that cliche, no disrespect to selling like a car salesman, but it speeds and feeds. But even that is such a personal thing, right? You know, it's one of the most yeah. important purchases of your life. So when I walk in, like when I just recently, I'm looking to buy a new car and I can relate to this, you know, understand me. I'm not like that teenager. <laughs> I'm a mother of two. So what that teenager wants and what I want are two different things. So if it's just a, Hey, there's speeds and feeds, like that's it. Individualize, you know, understand, get, get to know, like I said, we're all unique in what we need and we all have unique responsibilities and roles. And that goes for not just the consumer, like as a consumer that goes for the B2B industry that goes for like, you know, how I engage with this one of the big five and how they were able to, um, really, you know, say that, well, you know, so what I did internally to keep me on track is I actually respectfully talked about, here's the cloud, here's the security group, here's the, you know, the head of digital transformation, here's, you know, uh, this person works on the DevOps side. And then I started putting the the top down, you know, you want to make sure you know where to go. For me, that is a project in itself. And it, it is because we're talking about one of the big five banks and there's what, 30,000 plus employees maybe here. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you really narrow it down? So it can be overwhelming, but I think at the end of the day, if you um, start with the, with the, with the bits and, and stick to the key, uh, five top like key areas, then mm-hmm. you won't feel like my goodness, because it's a mountain. It's literally a mountain that you have to climb. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Right. You got to take it one, one bit at a that's, time. Yeah. That, that's it. That's it. It's, mm-hmm. it's work. It's efforts, but it's well worth it. I hear you. By the way, you used this this phrase twice, speeds and feeds. What, what what was that you were saying? So when I say speeds and feeds, I'm going back to my reseller days when I was selling everything under the sun. So you what know, is like, that? What does that mean? What is speeds well, and feeds? Here's, here's, here's a printer. Here's mm-hmm. my speeds. It does 50 pages per second or minute or 100 pages. And, you know, it's got this much memory. And here's this, like, just the the high, like, you know, all the speeds and feet uh-huh. of what it gives you, like, you know, oh, here's, oh, a, okay. <laughs> here's a car, like, you know, this much horsepower and this and that speeds and feet. 
that's not, that's what I meant by, mm-hmm. I'm not here saying that you need this and that's it. No, I'm going to learn about you. And then I'm going to understand right. have a solution that is based around your problem statement because we can customize, we can individualize mm-hmm. that. Yes, there are speeds and feeds everywhere, but that's not, I'm not fitting you into that. You, mm-hmm. uh, I want us to fit into your world. That's what right. I mean. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a great way of putting it. Well, such a great conversation. So much more we can talk about, but I don't want to keep you any longer. So thank you so much. Really appreciate your time and all your great insights. Thank you, Jeremy. It was great to talk to you as well. Take care. Have a great rest of the week. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.